0: Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast where I talk about my writing journey, writing my first novel. I am an entrepreneur, a small business owner, I live on the coast of Maine with my husband and my cat, and business is slowly coming around, which is a good thing for life in general but also a very uncertain thing for this writing journey. But I'm confident that I'm going to keep at it and I'm going to be able to find a balance after this. And I hope after quarantine lifts and after things normalize in some sense, that you find balance as well with whatever you need to find balance in. It's 8 p.m. and I'm going to just walk up and down my driveway probably because I don't want to go too far. It's going to get dark soon, but I just wanted to share some fun news as I'm working through this journey. The past three or four days, I think, I've consistently written over a thousand words per day. The first day, I I, I set a goal for exactly 2,000, and I wrote 2,300 And I would still like to continue at 2,000 a day. I would love, love, love to have a first draft by the end of the month. That would be amazing. Um, So I'm sort of setting that goal for myself, but I'm also trying to relieve some of the pressure off of my own shoulders because I'm doing a little bit of backwards work. Um, So I did 2,300, and then I did 1,700, and then I did. I think today. Anyways, today I I have officially a thousand. And I think I'm going to keep riding into the night um, because I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. And I had a conversation this morning with the book author, Shirley Jump. And I'm going to be releasing her episode with me um, before this one, most likely. But I'm probably going to publish these a little bit more consistently. I'm not sure yet. And part of the conversation was, are you a pantser or are you a planner? And she said that she thinks she's a mixture of both, which was kind of refreshing to hear because... I think that's the way I work as well because I have to have a plan for where I'm going with the book and then it gets to the point where I can't plan anymore and I just have to write and then the writing takes its own life. That was fun to hear and that's where I'm at right now is um, I was sharing with you guys before that I was feeling really stuck for a good amount of time. It felt hopeless and today felt like that too. Um, I took some time to, I think, I'm sure you're all aware that uh, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Radcliffe read the first chapter of Harry Potter for free, and so I listened to that, and I read a little bit of Ender's Game, but my husband took the book with him, so I like literally went to Amazon and just took a peek at the first, you know, like how they have the preview, and then I, I'm on the StoryGrid email list, which I would encourage you maybe check out as well because they sent me a, a basically a book that they're publishing in advance um, to get reader reviews, and so I read some of that, and the biggest advice that Shirley mentioned this morning when I was recording the podcast episode with her, was at the end, she was like, you need to read. And that's what the Story Grid podcast says as well. And I'd rather write, and I love reading. It's not that I don't want to read, but it's just like, I want to spend my time writing. But if you don't have time to read, I think even just reading the little bit that I did um, this morning... I felt like that was a productive thing to do. So maybe you don't have to read an entire book. Like, you would have to read an entire book to get down, like, the story structure of that book, obviously. The story grid does have, you know, some outlines of books, including Ender's Game. So that's helpful. It was refreshing. It was a nice break. And I watched a couple of episodes. It was an easy morning. And then I finally got into my book and I've been essentially combing through my beginning hook, which if you're following along with StoryGrid at all, the beginning hook, the middle build, and the ending payoff all have to sort of stand alone on their own. And I kept getting lost and confused in that. So I'm like trying to comb through my beginning even though you're not supposed to like, keep going backwards. Um, I'm actually enjoying it because I think my writing is getting better and better as I learn more. And a lot of the scenes that didn't really fit that I was trying to fit in seemed to be like not as good. And they didn't seem to work as well. So the couple scenes that I did do that were new, I was like, wow, this is a really great beginning of the story. How can I, how can I, um, transition off of those scenes and just inserting the scenes that I had already written didn't flow. So I wrote about 800 pages earlier today, and that was on a completely new scene that I enjoyed writing. And then I was like starting to get stuck again because I didn't want to get stuck in the, in the beginning again and have to basically restart. And I'm so proud because I have over 40,000 words now, but part of me thinks that probably the majority of those words aren't going to end up in the final, well, they're definitely not going to end up in the final draft, but. They might not even end up in my first draft, honestly, the rate I'm going. I think that that there's nothing wrong with going backwards like that, especially when the learning curve is steep, I think, in constructing a novel. And it took me a long time to learn it. And it was only when I started listening to StoryGrid, their podcast, that was when everything started to click in my brain. So I think it's okay to go backwards a little bit after you think that you've overcome that learning curve. I feel like I might be around that point where things are really starting to click and I'm starting to see patterns um, and see what works and what doesn't. And so... I could still be completely wrong with this all but basically I am going backwards yet again and I'm okay with it because I'm actually having fun writing these scenes and my my writing I think when it works the best is when it feels the strongest and when you're writing it and it feels strong maybe that's what that that's the right direction for you that's the right direction for the book. But when you're just laboring over the scenes endlessly, and it takes you hours to write a paragraph, it could be that you're stuck, and that you might need to re-evaluate it. Granted, I was stuck this morning when I started writing the new scene, and it did take me a long time to get into it, but once I got into it, I was really digging into my brain how to start that scene and where the scene was going. And before I even write the scene now, I I do a quick little outline. Just, I write down inciting, incident, complication, crisis, climax, resolution. And I just think about those things. You don't even have to have a firm idea of them when you start writing. You should have the inciting incident and like maybe the climax or the resolution or like another element of it. And then if you have, I find if I have two elements from that, it usually like ends up clicking together on its own. So yeah, I definitely wanted to share that with you today because so much advice says not to go backwards. And maybe I will go backwards on saying this. Later, um, maybe I'll be like, oh, that was a waste of time when I actually finished my first draft. But what I say is it's okay to go backwards a little bit, especially if you're feeling good about it. Find what works for you. You're going to be the only person who knows what works for you. Nobody else can really tell you that. And once you know the right elements... Sure, it's going to be hard to like figure that out. This is what I'm learning from the podcasts and from my conversations with people. Is hashing out the ideas and knowing whether or not the story fits into the into the right format. Into the right bones, skeleton. Knowing that is really fuzzy. And you're not going to be able to really figure that out entirely on your own. You're going to need an editor... Or somebody, somebody needs to read it and tell you that it works or doesn't work for them. But what I'm finding is with this beginning scene, at least, not even scene, but like sequence of scenes. What I'm finding is reviewing them from the standpoint of a reader is not only fun when you're excited about the scenes that you wrote but it's also like helpful for the direction that you want to go so that's what I was doing just a few minutes ago as I was reading through some of my earlier scenes that I wrote recently I cut out the the old scenes or maybe I like integrated some of them but the only ones that really seemed to work were the newer ones and what I did was I just read through them and then I began to think about how the next scene would, would begin. What I've decided to do is alternate between two different characters. And I was struggling with that because I know I said in another um, episode that one character vastly outweighed the other character and I prefer one character over the other, and the one that I prefer is the one with the least amount of scenes, and that's the one that I'm going backwards for, to like round everything out and to add to her character and to her storyline, essentially. So I'm I'm having fun with that, and I'm able to really kind of see how things should flow without help from somebody necessarily. And this might only work in the short term for like short pieces of the story versus the whole entire thing as a whole. Um, I have yet to learn whether or not I can accomplish this without an editor, but I definitely want, I also talked to an editor actually. Um, I had like a quick consultation with him and it was really helpful just to see that side of things, and um, when I have my first draft, that's when I know what my next steps are going to be, because I feel like it's a waste of time if you're not somewhat happy with your first draft before you start moving forward on anything, before you start creating your second draft, although going backwards right now feels like I'm like trying to attempt revisions as if it were becoming a second draft um it kind of does feel like that just because I already have 40,000 words and I'm like sort of redoing the beginning based on what I have so far but I also want to do it this way just because I I'm not necessarily stuck in the middle and I could probably keep writing in the middle But first of all, again, I'm having fun with these beginning scenes and adding them in there. But also, I want to make sure that they all flow into the middle. Because, like, my middle gets a little fuzzy. And then it, like, clears out a little bit where I started um, writing more proficiently. But um, the scenes that are old, again, I think I need to replace them. And I think that's okay, because with my goal to write 2,000 words a day, it's a lot, but I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, I have work to do, but most of my time is being spent on writing. And then I'm sure there will be a flip where my writing begins to take the backseat a little more. And I know that at that point, it will be really difficult to keep up 2,000 words a day. But I'm going to keep at it. And so essentially, work might start picking up by June. But if it isn't even picking up very much until June, I have all of this time. Every single day, I write a 1,000 or 2,000 words. Even if it's just 1,000, because I've been able to reach that goal pretty easily. A 1,000 words for a month is 30,000 words. That might take me three months to get, if I'm, if I'm saying that most of the words that I already have are garbage, it might take me a couple months to get out a full first draft, but I don't think all of the words are garbage. And I don't think that my book is going to be a hundred thousand words. It might be, but I'm thinking it might end up being 80,000, but I don't know because my middle is fuzzy So that's why I'm going back. I've probably said something along the lines of don't go backwards. And now I'm saying the opposite, that it's okay to go backwards. So honestly, all of this um, episode, all I'm really telling you right now is that it's a journey. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some along the way. And you have to be able to roll with the punches. You have to be able to adapt to each situation and the more that you exercise your writing muscle and your ability to overcome obstacles in your storyline and in your life the better you're going to be at it and maybe there I mean there are set guidelines that are going to get you a really good novel something that you can innovate within but at the same time It's your own personal journey, so you're going to make a path for yourself, and you're going to find what works and what doesn't work. There is no set guideline to how to fit writing into your life and how to work through the slumps, because the slumps are hard, but listen to podcasts. Listen to, I don't even know if mine is going to be that great, because I'm just relaying information that I'm learning from other podcasts like they say that like Stephen King will feel that slump that we all get but he'll just like ignore it and so even just that little bit of knowledge is like okay so maybe I I just need to like push this into the back of my mind I just need to ignore this little voice or don't ignore it and act on it act on it in a way that will be productive for your overall storyline. Like me, I feel productive right now going backwards. So there's that. So adapt your writing methods and adapt the way that you integrate writing into your life. And it's going to be an interesting journey that you all get to ride along with because I know that Before I was working on my business a solid at least 10 hours a day, and I would work weekends. I wouldn't work as long on weekends, but I did work weekends. And like, it's rewarding and it's great, and I love it. But it was a lot of work, and I know that that's going to come around again. So it should be interesting trying to find that balance. And my business was just on the verge of hiring like a new full time employee and in hindsight maybe i should have did th- done that because my payroll for that employee would have like been taken care of for two months like with loan forgiveness but there's no way i could have predicted that but i really i was really ready to hire somebody finally and take that leap of faith for my company and like make it great and grow it beyond myself and then this all happened And now, you know, I was, like, really nervous for the apocalypse there for a minute. I don't think it's going to be the apocalypse anymore. But I was then, I was nervous for my company. But I know that We Speak is going to prevail. Like, that's, if it had been two years ago or three years ago, I don't know if it could have survived or if I could have survived. But, um... My contacts and my reputation, by now it precedes me. So, like, they're kind of, I'm kind of just, like, moving with the flow of things rather than struggling against the tide. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but most of my metaphors and my descriptive words have to do with water. And I don't know if it's because I'm writing a book about water or if it's just me. Like, if I were to not write a book about water, if it would still be happening. But there, there's a thing. That's a thing I do. Yeah, that's fun. I kind of, like, I just let it happen. I, I don't try to, like, change that because it is a book about water. So I'm like, this is cool. This is fine. But then I sometimes I'll throw in a... An adjective that's like not water related and it could be water related I'm like where did that one come from that's cool that works anyways I was getting off track I was talking about we speak and rolling with the punches is really what you've got to do you've got to be adaptable I am a pretty adaptable person I've thrown myself into like crazy situations from moving from Washington State when I was 20 to New York with a savings with really no contacts no family no nothing and like a sublet and I mailed my stuff to this sublet you know just trusting that things will be okay that I'm not being like that was my big concern was being taken advantage of but I sent it over everything was fine I left that place in two months and then I started a Uh, another sublet in Brooklyn with some people and I became best friends with somebody there and then we all moved again and then I think that was all the moves I had in Brooklyn and then I was in Jersey but now I'm here in Maine bought a freaking house just like this is what I want to do and then just up and left Jersey with my husband we just bought a house on the coast we were like hey this is cheaper than our rent (laughs) so let's do it and now I'm out here I'm having the time of my life like I'm so glad sorry for anyone who's in a big city or in New York but I did the whole thing I did that and now I'm doing this and it's great I love it and I guess this is where I am but even so, I took this leap of faith into this podcast and into writing. And it took me a couple of weeks into quarantine to like do that. But once I set my mind around it and then once I had the idea of the podcast, I was just like, do you guys want me to create a podcast? And I don't think anyone replied. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone replied, but I started a podcast that same day because it's like I put the question into the air And it was a question that I was just answering myself. Like, that's what I wanted to do for me. This is for me and for you to learn. And I hope that you share this podcast if you find it useful. And please leave a review as well. Um, I released my next episode that I didn't quite promote yet. And I think four of you downloaded it. I don't know if that means only four people listened, but definitely I have about 50 downloads now that's exciting so thank you thank you for listening and joining my journey and I'm learning so much and I really hope that my learning process is helping some of you um I'm just like a weird risk taker I've always like just leapt head first into things that's just my nature I guess and I I guess it took me buying a house on the coast of maine to really realize that where i was like yeah this i'm a crazy person (laughs) but thankfully my husband is well he's not i think he's probably just as equally as crazy but he's not into cities so it was less crazy for him and we love it here and it's nice so roll with the punches guys and take risks i think Also, um, going backwards on my story right now is a risk that I am taking. I'm risking my time. But the, the payback could be great. So, a little bit about my life. I hope you learned something. I had fun sharing. And I will continue to share. I had a little bit of a lull because I was waiting for the the guest podcast episode and I I filmed that today I don't want these to like pile up on me and have a bunch of podcast work to do but I definitely enjoy sharing and I hope you enjoy listening so thanks again I'll see you next time